It's time for Real Estate Roundup. This is the time every single week we get together with noted real estate agent Terry Story. Terry is a 29-year veteran. 29 years, Terry. Woo! <laughs> Gosh, I'm getting old. With Keller Williams, located in Boca Raton, Florida. Welcome back to the show, Terry. Thanks for having me, Steve. Okay, let's uh, talk about you. Me, and Let's Yay. talk about the, <laughs> the real estate agent business. So Ooh. we've been on the air, you and I, for a long time. We've been through the great markets of 03 and 04, and then the terrible crash in 05 and 06, and on and on and on. And now we've come full cycle. That has been a long time. Yes. Okay. So first of all, how has the business changed? When the markets were riding high in the early 2000s, what was business like? You know, people were, were giving up really high-paying jobs to come into the real estate market because yeah. we were just nothing but order takers. That's what it was perceived to be. And so gobs of people came running into the marketplace. Yeah. Gobs of people becoming real estate agents. Mm -hmm. And then the crash. Yeah. And when that happened, they went running out of the, out of the business. If we had the sound effects, we'd have had the sound of a toilet, a toilet flushing. <laughs> Flushes out all the weak players. And the problem is when they came into the marketplace, Really, they were acting like order takers. Yeah, they did not so really easy. learn the business. They yeah. didn't understand the business. They mm -hmm. were just going along. And We experienced something like that from time to time, too. Like in the late 90s, when everything was going up, you threw a dart and you were a genius. Everybody was day trading. They were coming into the business. Right. And they were order takers, basically an order taker, because the media was driving it and people thought that they knew what they were doing and they were driving it. Exactly. Yeah. Same, same thing here. Then the crash, a lot of them exited. Yeah. And so for seasoned, experienced, good, solid agents like myself, cream rise to the top. Yep. We even took larger lion's shares of the business. Now, but it, it's a catch-22 because you're, you get more of the business, but there's less overall business to be had. People are not able to buy True. back then. So the idea is when the cycle turns... Now you're more well-established. You're more well-established. You you, that's when you make your big money. That's right. And now we're in that stage where actually in the state of Florida, we've doubled the amount of real estate agents we have from mm. 2012 to today. Okay. So the cycle is, this cy is repeating. It's repeating itself. And people don't realize your average realtor does 2.1 transactions. So if you're investing- 2.1 transactions um, a month? A year. A year. Oh, really? A year. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that means that there's a lot doing zero. There's virtually a lot doing yeah. zero. Okay. And so those are the ones that really hurt our industry. For a seasoned agent, a lot of times we just have to hijack the file when one of these agents brings it to us yeah. because we want to make sure that the transaction goes smoothly. Yeah. It's like, just get out of my way. Give me everything. I'll take care of it. I'll give you your check. But a lot of the low-hanging fruit goes away from the experienced agent because my Aunt Mary is going to sell their place. That's right. And then this inexperienced agent can take. And that's the part as an experienced agent you hate because those should have been your easy, easy gimmies. Yeah. And they're no longer there. You don't necessarily get them. Okay. So now we're part of the cycle where real estate is hot again. Yes. Right? Prices are rising ever, 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 ever. And more and more real estate agents are entering the market. So now there's more competition for listings, I suppose. Correct. Well, the listing inventory is tight. And so there's a lot of complaints about robocalling, yeah. agents calling, cold calling, a lot of very aggressive. One of my clients told me we took it off the house off temporarily, received 245 
phone calls, mailers, people knocking yeah. on their doors. Wow. That's excessive. Oh, do you think? <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, you know, we just took it off the market temporarily. I'm putting it back on the market. So he had to keep saying, so that hey. was your fault. Right, it's my fault. And there was no way of, and I warned him. I said, yeah. you know, when we do this, yeah. be prepared. Oh boy, okay. All right, let's change the subject. Thanks for sharing that, by the way. I want to get to this topic of Craigslist rental scams. Now, we're going to talk about that, but the problem initially, the reason I want to discuss it is that this is hurting people who are basically desperate. That's right. So let's talk about it. Tell us about it. So basically, the deal is the scammer puts out an ad on Craigslist, and they will use a property that's already listed for sale. Mm -hmm. So they'll take a picture of an existing property that's not theirs. That's not theirs. And they'll say it's for rent. And they'll say say it should be a $2,000 a month rent. Mm -hmm. They'll say it's $1,850, whatever. Mm -hmm. So the desperate renter will call. And there's always a story, yeah. an urgency. I'm on my way, my mother, you know, what have you. I, I'm on my way to the hospital. If you send me $850, I'll just send you the keys. Some kind of urgency. I'm a nurse. I've just been transferred out. I've got to go by Thursday. And I can't, I don't have time to show you the property. I'll say, right. Right. But I love this idea. Send me the money and I'll send you the keys. And the problem really here is, oh, and they're saying because it's an emergency, I've discounted it. To $850 right. from $2,000. And then they will also take it a step further and say, oh, and by the way, don't call my real estate agent. They kind of scammed me and I don't want to get you caught up in that scam. Mm-hmm. You know, if it doesn't feel right, it's not right. Yeah. And I promise you, if there's that kind of urgency, it's not right. There's no reason to discount a $2,000 rental unit to $850 and watch out for Craigslist and try to keep your emotions in check. Um, you know, if you can't afford, um, rentals at a given time, try to find out, try to find some other way out, but be careful. Here's another really important tip. If you go to the house and you meet someone, go online, see who the owner of the house is and ask the person that you're meeting for a copy of their driver's license so that you know that you're actually dealing with the owner. Gotcha. Wow. Okay. So let's talk about something else. Now I need a down payment to buy a house. Can I tap my IRA? to buy one. Yes, you can. Now, the question is, can you do it without a IRS allowed exemption? Yeah, the penalty. Right, which is uh, 10%, 10% early yeah. early withdrawal. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're a first-time home buyer, there is that exemption. First-time home buyers can take up to 10000 from their traditional IRA. Okay. Penalty-free. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you'll have to pay taxes on it. Correct. So remember that. That's a pretty important consideration, by the way, because, you know, if you're in a 28% tax bracket, if you borrow ten, you're going to have to take something like thirteen thousand out. And, and then I, I believe with Roth IRAs, you can take out more. Yeah, that's different. Well, Roth is not taxable. Okay. There you go. Good. My guest, as always, Terry Story, a 29-year veteran with Keller Williams, located in Boca Raton, Florida, and she can be found at terrystory.com. Thanks, Terry. Thanks for having me, Steve.